You're my drug, my drug Breathe you in and hold my breath Getting high, so high Is there any of me left? You are listening to the Indie Echo Podcast A showcase of independent music And the artists that make it I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music Maxine is a singer-songwriter Currently studying at Boston's Berklee College of Music Her songs so far have come in a variety of styles All with memorable lyrics and catchy hooks the latest is my drug. Cause you're my drug, my drug. Breathe you in and hold my breath. Getting high, so high. Is there any of me left? You're my drug, my drug. I wanna kickstart it. Your love, your love just feels so constricted. My name is Maxine, and I am originally from California, around the Bay Area. Right now, I go to school in Boston at Berkeley. College of Music, and I'm an indie pop singer-songwriter. I'm mainly a singer, but I do play piano, and I am self-taught guitar and ukulele as well. I listen to all kinds of music, actually, mainly pop music, but I recently have been really into country. Um, I do love rock. My um, Back to Basics, my favorite artist is Queen. That's what I grew up on. And I also did musical theater for many years, about 15 years. Uh, So my voice is musical theater trained and I also did choir, so I'm classically trained as well. I wrote my first song when I was about seven years old. I found it as an outlet for my emotions. Even though I didn't know what that meant, it was just like, I wrote these lyrics when I moved houses because that was a big change for me. And I was feeling pretty sad. And so I took out my first notebook, which became my first songwriting notebook. And I wrote down lyrics and put it to some melody. And then I still have the recording somewhere on my computer in like photo booth. It took me a while to write like a full song, but I think when I wrote that full song, I like wanted to record it immediately and put it out there. But then I was like afraid to because a lot of people like didn't like my voice. I for one didn't like my voice and I was afraid of that. But then I started to become comfortable with my voice and confident in my abilities. Not until like the end of high school, I think maybe beginning of college. And that's when I was like, you know what? I want to share this stuff to the world, like who I am. So was Berkeley always the dream? Berkeley was not the dream. Since I did musical theater, I actually wanted to go study um, BFA musical theater or acting or screen acting. So I am a transfer student and I did go to San Diego State University for one year um, studying musical theater and acting. And then I realized it wasn't the place for me. So I decided to re-audition for schools and Berkeley came up and I was like, you know, I'm just going to apply for fun. And when I did the interview, I connected and I could just speak from the heart and I realized that this was my passion. But also in seventh grade, I did an arrangement of Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen for my choir. And from then on, I thought that I always wanted to go into composition, but then the musical theater like came in the way. But now I'm back to my roots music. Yeah. What would you say has changed from like your early writings to now? What have you learned in the process? The one thing that I've really been focusing on this summer has been editing. I used to not edit my songs 
It was just, I wanted everything raw, just to come out of me how it was. And then I realized I can't really do that. And it just becomes a jumble of mess. So editing now, I do it as I go. And at the end, I think showing my songs to people and getting their opinions, even though you can't always trust someone else's opinion, um, it's nice to have and then like consider it yourself. So was No Limits like your first real release? Yeah, No Limits was my first release. What made you think this was the first one that going to introduce Maxine to the world? I thought this was a great song um, because it talks about me and how I was feeling and how basically I wrote this song when I was in junior year of high school. A lot of people were telling me like, you can't do that. Like, you're not going to go anywhere. And maybe even if they didn't say it, I just felt it. Maybe I was the one telling myself like, oh, you can't do that. You can't be a big pop star. And so my friend Holden Hunt, he wrote this guitar piece and showed it to me. And I was like, this is what I'm feeling right now. So I wrote those lyrics saying like, there's no limits to hold me back. Like I will go far as far as I want when I keep striving and working for it. And then two years later, I decided that I wanted to release that because I thought it was so like catchy and just like explained me and where I was at that point in my life. about the songs you've released so far is whether by design or if you're just experimenting, you don't have a set style, at least yet. I like that about you because you don't know what you're going to get from the next single. It's always a surprise. And I like artists that can, you know, dabble in different genres and still sound like themselves. And that's what you've done so far. So is that a conscious decision there? Yeah, I'm glad you think that because I'm always scared of like releasing new songs that are in a different genre um, because people will say like you have to have this brand and my brand is kind of like that I want to keep trying new genres basically. Your genre is Maxine. Yes, the genre is Maxine. <laughs> I listen to like a lot of different genres and different songs and every time I listen to a new song I'm like I want to create a song like that so I do it and then I'll listen like to something completely different like it'll be from rock to like R&B and then I'm like no I want to sing like that and there's just so many artists that I look up to that I feel like oh I could be like that and so I'm still finding like my generic sound I guess but um, I think what's consistent is my voice and also that the songs do hopefully tell a story um, about some part of my life. And so then favorite daydream we go straight into the pop land. So I actually wrote this as a very sad song and it was acoustic guitar and I showed it to my friend who's a like pop producer and he loved the melody and he's like oh I want to hop on that and so um, we took it to the studio one day and we added some synths to it and went very like Maisie Peters vibes there's psycho all over that I'm telling you yeah yeah exactly that's that's what where inspiration yeah. was <laughs> thank you Maisie Peters yeah I was like you know I've always wanted to go into pop I just like didn't know how to do it so when he showed me like these synths and like I sang on top of it I was like this is perfect and I liked making the song more upbeat because that was at a sad part in my life um, and making this upbeat song really brought like good vibes out of me. Favorite daydream See us in every scene Favorite daydream 
Notice a different response from friends, family, whoever's listening to you at the time between the two singles. Did they have favorites? Or? Yeah, someone told me they said Maxine's gone from like Paramore to Chainsmokers, and I thought that that was really funny,、um, but also like a compliment because those are like two of my favorite artists.、Um, so I was glad to be like connected to them somehow. And then just over the summer, you released your your summer smash at Villa in California. Yeah, sponsored or not. No, I was trying to. I tagged them in all my TikTok and Instagram. They haven't responded yet. Okay, okay. And so, where did that summer vibe come from? So, I've always wanted to make like a California song, and me and my friends were in a studio, and he started playing this、uh, riff on the guitar, and I was like, "Well, that sounds very California." And then we're like. But we still don't know what what it's going to be about. And then I looked in. I have the a notes on my phone called Song Seeds, where I put like lyrics or any like song main ideas. And I had this one、um, that I wrote down called "I Left My Advil in California." And that line came from I was literally just exclaiming one day I had a headache, and I was like, "Shoot, I left my Advil in California." And my friends like, "You should write that down. Like that could come in handy." So I did. And then. I pulled it out and I was like, "That's kind of perfect because it is like a California like vibe." I felt like if I close my eyes and listen to it, I feel like you're just driving along Highway One by the beach. And so we started singing that line on top of it, and then coming up with lyrics that could go along with it, with the California and like the headaches kind of that vibe. Instantly, when you press play on the song, you're in that summer headspace, and you released it at the exact right time. Yeah, I was debating on when to release it, and my friend said you have to release that during the summer. Like it's perfect. And then you go from the beach to the dance floor with your latest single, "My Drug." Yeah, so I actually wrote this song again, also a very slow song,、um, completely different chords, and I wrote this before Advil in California actually, and I took it to my friend and I sang the chorus, and he loved it, and he's like, we have to add four on the floor kick to this, and we played it, and I was like, actually, I love this vibe, and what's interesting is that the vocals on it for the chorus are actually the scratch vocals. We recorded that the very first day back in like February, and then we just kept.、It. It. But I've always wanted to make something that people could dance to and play at parties around here. So I thought it was like the perfect time to release that now as well because parties are coming up, college is like starting, or high school, wherever you are. A lot of Dua Lipa in that too, probably. Yeah, Dua Lipa is one of my inspirations. And when we were recording the vocals, I listened to a lot of Dua Lipa, like. Right, like the second before, and then recorded it, trying to get that like sound. I catch that definitely. 
So you're bouncing through all these genres. Are you kind of gravitating towards something or is there something else you still want to experiment with? You mentioned you're real into country right now. Um, I don't think I'd ever release a country song just yet. I don't know too much about that genre, but maybe if I keep listening to it and understanding it more, I think my main um, genre would just be the pop, like basically like some acoustic instrument, piano or guitar, and then with like synths and more like electric basses. I, I did record a few acoustic songs in the studios. Um, and then I realized that that wasn't really suiting my vibe as much because I do want to be like kind of heavy pop, like dancing to it, yeah. Like the acoustic is good for coffee shops and some live busking performances or something like that. I figured that I, I can produce them more electronic and party-ish and then play them acoustic. And I think those like different vibes are pretty cool. I also want to release like songs, like both versions, because I think that's kind of interesting. How has Berkeley helped your songwriting? Yeah, Berkeley's helped me so much. I'm a big like extrovert. I love talking to people. So I go around and I love to ask a lot of questions, learn from other people's experiences and what they have to uh, teach me. Just met a lot of different producers. I've worked with maybe 10 producers at Berkeley, just seeing like how they work and everything. And then also like the classes. I didn't think that I'd get much out of the songwriting classes. Like people kept telling me, if you can write a song, you don't need to take them. But I actually disagree. The songwriting classes really give you the tools to help edit your songs. And that's why I've been focusing on that more. And Berkeley has given like the space and time for me to learn about the music business as well. I took some music business classes and now I'm learning more and more about contracts and all of that jazz. The not so fun side of things. Yeah. The necessary. <laughs> the necessary yeah, you yeah. need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have like an arsenal of songs still ready to go or are you kind of doing them one by one? I did produce quite a few songs last semester, but I have been going through them and thinking that I want to add some more to them or change some things about them. So they will come out at some point. And then also I'm writing right now. My goal is to release an EP or I was actually adding up the songs today and it may become an album of like five songs that I've already written and three songs that I'm writing right now. So I'm constantly writing and it's just all about like finding the right producer and making the magic happen. So I'm still working on that. On that, I'm deciding to um, take it slow on these next few songs and really make sure that I like them and that everything is perfect before I just go and start releasing random stuff. And I'm a big fan of at least writing, but maybe producing more songs that you are going to release. So like make eight and release five of them, like the five best ones. A lot of them recently have been like 18, 19 songs. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't even remember that song was on the album. <laughs> the classic albums, they're eight to 11. Yeah, that's a good amount. But that, it leaves you wanting more as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then people really get to know those core songs. Cause they play them over and over again. So Definitely. Do you have a, a set songwriting process? So I would say that I start a lot with lyrics. I also don't force my creativity. I don't make plans like I'm going to write songs between 7 and 8 p.m. I only write songs when I feel the emotions they hit and I just like have to run to my guitar or piano or whatever. But I do write lyrics every day. When I walk to class 
or just around town. I like to go on walks and I will like kind of people watch or overhear things and it makes me think and I do a lot of thinking and I'll come up with these phrases and I'll just write them down and then when I do have like this inspiration, this readiness to write, I'll come and sit down and pick up my instrument and I'll just choose a phrase that I'm like connecting with right now and find a melody, play some chords, and then I kind of just improvise lyrics and see what sticks, see what rhymes. Right now, I'm not into, not big into rhyming. I'm thinking it's kind of cool not making a rhyme scheme. Depending on the phrase, sometimes it turns out being the chorus, sometimes it's the verse, and then I'll just work around that and just improvise some chords and melodies, basically. Now, being around so many other songwriters, do you kind of help each other and throw ideas back and forth? Yeah, definitely. I've done a lot of co-writes here. Also, I love, like I said, showing my songs to people and see what their opinions of it are. What would you say is the most difficult part of the process, whether from the early songwriting stages to release or even marketing? I'd say the biggest part is saying, like, this is it this is done, like I am ready. And even though there may be like one thing that you wanna tweak or something, just like accepting it and being ready to show the world and kinda moving on to the next thing. And then of course, promoting is a whole nother story. It is good to just say, okay, not working on this anymore, it's going out. But sometimes to this day, there's things I hear in songs like that one little thing, and I'm like, I probably should've just tweaked that. Probably just. Cause it's gonna bother you for the rest of your life, you know? Oh yeah, there's some things in my songs that I'm like, oh, I wish I could have changed that. Yeah. But I'm like, that's what it was in the moment and that's how it is, so. Mm-hmm. Is there any underlying message or theme throughout all your songs? A lot of my songs are personal stories or how I was feeling in those moments. And so the message, I basically, I try to relate to people. Um, I feel like my stories can be relatable and I've had some people come up to me and um, say like how much like my songs have changed like their life or their outlook on their relationship with someone. Um, Most of my songs are about relationships, whether they're with significant others or I have written songs like about my parents and um, sister. I haven't released them yet, but I am working on them as well. I think most of my songs, they do exaggerate my personal life a little bit. Yeah, I think relationships and Um, my connections with other people are what's most important in life and so I want to talk about it and share it. Links to Maxine's music and everything else can be found in the show notes. Indie Echo is a product of High Five Music, a digital production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. If you want your music produced, mixed, or remixed, visit the link on my Instagram at High Five Music and you can follow the show at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening.